With prophetic fulfillments taking place on a daily basis, 2024 is gearing up to be a momentous year. We'll discuss six things Jesus said to expect that could happen in the next 12 months. You're not going to believe number five. Is it possible that Matthew 24 will come to pass in 2024? We'll talk about it today on The End Time Show. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Today is a great day. It's our final show of the year, Doug, and um, we do a what to expect in 2024. Tomorrow's open line, so today mm -hmm. uh, we're going to do what to expect next year. There's six things to talk about, and it's Matthew 24 in 2024. We're asking that question, is that possible that that could happen? It's kind of our custom here to do that every year, so here we are talking about Six things to be looking for. People might be surprised by number five, but I guess we'll wait and find out. <laughs> yeah, but they're always surprised by at least one of them anyway. Right? At least so, one. Yeah. So we we, he we hear going. from them about at least one. Yeah. So we won't be taking your calls because we have a lot to talk about. A we lot. won't be able to get to calls, and we don't want you to be mad at us for waiting on hold for so long. But uh, not only is today a great day because of that, but we also got a new roast from First Cup, the Boston Common, which I think is my new favorite. It's named after the very first park in the United States in Boston. First Cup is a Christian-owned Patriot Coffee Company out of the great state of Texas. They've got 11 different roasts, each one named after a specific piece of American history. You can get one of them, uh, ground whole bean or even in the pods for your Keurig machine. Ditch the grocery store coffee that has been sitting there for up to two years. Go to firstcup.com, use code time to get 10% off. If you subscribe, they'll actually give you another 10% off firstcup.com. Use code ENDTIME. All right, Doug, we diving right in? Yeah, I think we should. Number we one. A lot to What's cover. number one thing well, to expect? You know expect? what? I think before we go there, let's, let's read Matthew 24 uh, and let people know what we're talking about. Because Matthew 24 is a big chapter. Yes. Uh, and Jesus told us specific things to look for. Uh, when he was asked, you know, what what shall be the sign of thy coming in the end of the age? Mm -hmm. He gave some things that we should look for. So let's start with that before we jump into our headlines and talk about that. All right. And one more thing before we do that. We need their help to share this video so Absolutely. people can see what to expect yeah. in 2024. So share the video. Love it. Give us the red heart instead of the blue thumbs up. And also comment, what are, you, what are you looking for in 2024? Maybe there are one or two things you think are going to happen from a prophetic perspective. We'd love to hear your uh, thoughts on that. Put it in the comments. Um, and yeah, share the video. Matthew 24, starting in verse 6. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye, may, that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another, and many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many." So Matthew 24 and 2024, is all that going to happen next year, Doug? Well, you know, it's, it's very interesting, Vince, because as I was putting this together today and kind of going through there, you know, we had a talk before I started on 
gathering information. Yes. And I told you, uh, this turned into a bigger project than I thought, and I had to cut stuff out uh, because of the fact that there is so much information in this study that we're doing here or this lesson that we're doing here. Um, we couldn't even cover all the content that's in these articles because there's just so much going on right now. So yes, I do believe, to answer your question, that it's very likely that these things could come to pass in 2024. Some of them are already happening as we're sitting here talking about it right now. So it's interesting, uh, the things that are going to happen. And this first uh, article that I pulled up today is very interesting because we've talked about this scenario events of this war um, escalating that's happening right now in the Middle East and how that would happen mm -hmm. is if America and Iran got directly involved in a war. It could bring in Russia, it could bring in China, it could bring in our allies into it then. Uh, remember, we already have a 10-nation um, coalition in the Red Sea. Right. And India, yesterday I saw where India sent in a lot of new warships into that area because some of the um, supply chain that they're expecting is being uh, disrupted and so you know they're getting involved in this uh, with bringing in some warships of their own. Remember India is one of those countries that can field a 200 million man army so we right. you know it's interesting when you see India sending warships into this region as well. So having said that this article from Newsmax I'll let you kind of tell everybody what it's about and then we can kind of look at the well, I think the headline is what will catch everyone's attention. Yes. Iran declared war on the United States. Yeah. So if that doesn't catch your attention and get you going, okay, wait a second, this is exactly what we've been talking about. Uh, but what they're saying, it's not like Iran stood up and said, hey, we declare war on the U.S. We're mm -hmm. going, you know, toe-to-toe -to -toe with the United States of America. That's not what this article is talking about, but what this article is talking about are the rules and the engagements of war mm -hmm. uh, according to um, what the um, international law is yes. with the UN and everything. So under international law events, it says that as long as the attacks are directed at military targets, which they have been, remember we lost a, a soldier over Christmas, uh, on Christmas in that attack, we've been attacked we I lost think, one or they're in critical condition? No, they, that person died, okay. so we lost one soldier. So we've, we've had one critically injured to death. He's, he's gone now, and we've had others that were uh, hurt really bad as well in that attack. But there's been 100 attacks now on uh, U.S. compounds there in uh, Iraq and surrounding areas. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's what this says. In, under international law, as long as the attacks are directed at military targets, the attacks... Uh, the attacked nation may use overwhelming or disproportionate force in order to detour or punish the attacking army. And it also says international law provides that the counterattack need not be directed specifically at the military targets that were involved in that initial attack. But we can, like, these are what they call Iran's proxies. Mm -hmm. So these are um, tentacles of Iran through their terrorist proxies that they have that have been attacking us, not directly attacked by Iran. It's not the uh, Iran army. Right, it's not their imperial soldiers and things. This is just their, uh, their paid um, terrorist armies. And, and remember, they've been using Iran drones to do this, okay? 
So the for example is what really caught my eye. For example, it says the United States would be entitled to destroy Iran's potential nuclear arsenal in response to the attacks directed at American troops by Iran's proxies. So we would, we would be able to go after their nuclear um, facilities and destroy those under international law, we wouldn't even have to ask permission for that or go before the Security Council or anything like that. We could directly go after that. Now, Doug, the part that jumps out at me is the question is not one of legality mm -hmm. or even morality. Right. So they're saying now that Iran has acted the way that they have, the United States has legal and moral, a legal and moral pass to respond however they desire, apparently. Yeah, according to international written law, we yeah. do. But also remember that according to international written law events, when a country attacks you and you take country back, like let's say 1967 when Israel was attacked by the Arab nations surrounding them, and then they took back the Temple Mount plus the West Bank area, by international law, they should be able to keep that area. But now they're being called... Uh, war criminals because they are occupying that land. That was never the Palestinians' land. It was controlled by Jordan and the Jordanians. But Israel, when they were attacked, they pushed everybody back and they got that land. According to international law, they can do that. So just because this is according to international law, like this article says, the question is, will we do something? And if we do do something in response, what will be the uh, international community's response to what we do with Iran? Well, I think we kind of know they're definitely not going to be in favor of anything right? Uh, based off of how they've responded to Israel and even other uh, United States attacks in the past. So mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be interesting and you know we're talking about wars and rumors of war which Jesus said would be coming. Right. You know a highlight there for me in what Jesus said is see that ye be not troubled. Mm -hmm. You know, it's easy for people to be troubled about wars and rumors of wars. I mean, mm -hmm. this is not pleasant to talk about. It's not pleasant to see the video clips going around social media, right. hear about people dying, whether they're grown or children or whatever age. Yeah. Uh, death is not pleasant. And so, um, see that ye be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. And so, mm -hmm. um, I think... You know, we try to do a good job at that is, is reporting what is going on, telling people what the Bible says is coming, but also reminding everyone not to be troubled in spite of our circumstances that are surrounding us. So right. just a quick reminder as we're going through uh, some pretty harsh news. And remember, Jesus also told us in Scripture that the reason why he tells us things before they happen is so when we begin to see those things happening, it builds our faith. It helps us believe. And so uh, this is faith-building information. We're seeing these things. And remember, we're talking about could this potentially happen in 2024? Could this scripture completely be fulfilled in 2024? If it is, I will say this. If it is, the next thing that's fulfilled in there or the next thing that comes from there is the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached into all the world. And then we'll see the abomination of desolation take place. So we're, we're at least seven years uh, from the Battle of Armageddon, three and a half years from the abomination of desolation. So 
these are just things we're, we're putting out there because Jesus said to look for these things and we're seeing a lot of these things already beginning to happen and they will more than likely increase in 2024. So, six things that we're highlighting to expect in 2024. The first one is wars and rumors of wars. Of course, there's additional stories to talk about and we know that we're going into a presidential election year and one thing that you can be sure of in 2024 will be a turbulent year and you already see the impacts of inflation at the pump and the grocery store the dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than wages can increase how are you protecting your savings from globalist policies being implemented all around the world and even here in the united states consider diversifying with gold from birch gold group for decades gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation now you can own it in a tax sheltered ira with the help of birch gold just visit birchgold.com slash end time and birch gold will send you a free info kit on gold so you can make the best decision for you and your family they'll help you convert an existing ira and a 401k into an ira in gold and the best part you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket so visit birchgold.com slash end time to claim your free info kit today all right, Doug, the next story, Israel attacked in the north and the south as the war in Gaza rages on. So this is another reminder that wars and rumors of wars are happening. Yeah, and, and a lot is going on there because remember uh, when we talked to uh, the retired uh, lieutenant there uh, a couple of weeks ago from Israel that she was in the IDF. She talked about one of the things she had done as she had uh, evacuated her children from her home in the northern country. So now they are taking on rocket hits in the northern country. Uh, this article actually came out today and it says that um, there were 34 rockets were fired from Lebanon, which is up in the northern area around uh, where the Go Golan Heights are, where we see the Sea of Galilee, all that area up there is where this area is. Now, one of the things that happened is they hit a church. They, they directly blew up a church, um, Hezbollah did. They hurt the, uh, the pastor of that church. He was actually a priest because it was a Catholic church that they hit. And when the IDF soldiers went in to uh, rescue the people in the church that had been injured from this rocket fire, uh, there were snipers set up and they began to snipe the soldiers that were going in there and trying to save these people in that church. So they, this is one of the things that people don't understand. We're dealing with terrorists and a lot of the protests that's going on uh, for free Palestine and all these things, they don't realize that what the terrorists are doing is hitting these kind of targets. And then, uh, you know, they built their tunnels under these kind of targets in Gaza, uh, trying to draw fire from Israel. And they knew that Israel wouldn't hit those targets because the whole world would be against Israel. But yet they don't mind hitting churches killing priests or, or injuring priests and then sniping at these soldiers. But anyway, this article, what it's telling us is that not only is it heating up now with Hezbollah to the north, but it is heating up with the Houthis to the south in Yemen. And they are even talking about, remember we, we mentioned this last week in one of the articles that an army of thousands of young military men are prepared to go into southern Gaza to help fight in Gaza, in the Gaza Strip. So Israel is now facing a war not only in Gaza, not only in the West Bank, because remember there's terrorist cells there too and they've had all kinds of things happen in the West Bank. We don't hear as much about that because uh, we're focused mainly in Gaza and to the north with Hezbollah. But now they're being hit from the north, from the south, and from both sides. So that ring of fire we've talked about that Iran has tried to set up for 
many years, mm -hmm. is now complete and, and it's closing in on Israel. So that's what we're seeing. So um, that's one of the things also, uh, we also issued a uh, guided missile destroyer, the United States did, the USS Laboon, and it has uh, F-18 fighter jets from the Eisenhower Carrier Strike Group, and we've shot down 12 different drones that have tried to attack down in uh, that southern region in the Red Sea where we talked about uh, they've been attacking supply ships. So, so that's heating up more and more. This is an article straight from today. The next one's from today talking, to, it just gives us a little bit more information. Uh, I threw it in there just because they're saying that um, Israel will pay a heavy price. Iran is saying they will pay a heavy price because they, they actually got one of their leading commanders in the Northern Command there mm -hmm. in Lebanon. They, they killed him uh, in one of their raids. And so now the uh, Islamic Revolutionary Guard commander is saying, he said this from Syria on Monday, he said Israel would pay a high price for what they've done. So doesn't look like they're backing down, doesn't look like um, you know that's gonna go anywhere in the year coming up. I mean, we're days away from 2024 and it looks like this is only heating up. Now Doug, we've talked about Israel, we've talked about the United States and Iran and stuff going on in the Middle East. What about Russia, Ukraine? How does that fit into all this? Well, we, we've seen that war too. I mean, uh, you know, we reported on it yesterday that the Ukraine destroyed a uh, military vessel that belonged to Russia, uh, a huge victory for the Ukrainian military and um, for their air force basically that did this. And Russia's trying to downplay it and say that the damage wasn't that bad, but they said that they had snapshots of it in the daylight and it just looked like burned out wreckage uh, kind of protruding out of the water there along the shoreline. So it sounds like it was completely destroyed. That's a huge uh, win for um, for the people there. And so we're looking at, you know, that war doesn't look like it's going anywhere anytime soon either. I, mean, I also it, I saw where a Vladimir Putin ally fell out of his third story window and uh, died. And there's suspicion about whether or not there was foul play on that. So yeah. there's all sorts of things going on in that regard, really and of is. course things seem to continue to heat up, which has global implications. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've felt it, um, you know, from the Russia-Ukraine war already, right. and that, I mean, there's a lot more that could develop there, especially with NATO involved, and yeah. uh, you know, and, and we haven't even talked about China and Taiwan yet. Right. What's going on there? Well, same situation happening. China continues to come into uh, the no-fly zone, the no-fly uh, zone, and the, the no-entry zone there along the Straits of Taiwan. So they continue to come in by sea and by air, invade their uh, military space, and threaten Taiwan and just kind of, uh, you know, st stick their thumb in the eye of the, uh, uh, you know, American troops that are there. Like, you know, we're going to do whatever we want to because they see an opportunity here, and that could escalate also in 2024. You know, Doug, this one doesn't feel like nearly uh, like global implications, but what's I'm sure you've heard about what's going on. We haven't even talked about it, so this is everyone out there <laughs> watching. You're getting it live on the air uh -oh. from Doug's first response to it. Uh, mm. Venezuela and Guyana. Have you mm. heard about what's going on down there? I don't guess I have. Well, they have sent in warships. Great Britain has as well, from what I understand. There's a portion of Guyana that I think it's Venezuela believes should belong to them. They've recently discovered oil there. There's billions mm. of dollars in oil. 
And so Venezuela is saying that land is ours. Well, yeah. And so Great Britain is defending Guyana. Wow. And so they have warships down there, which is in South America. And who knows what could develop out of that now. Like I said, it doesn't feel like it has as, as much global implications, but nonetheless, that is something brewing uh, in the, near the southern border, not as, yeah. of course, not the uh, U.S.-Mexico border, but it's yeah. not that far away from not us. Not too far away from us at all. And you didn't even say anything about North Korea yet, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> On top Which, of all that. Yeah, so that's a, that's a huge one. Another thing that I didn't add into um, the post today is that I saw an article where a landing strip that we have that's actually an island off of the coast of Japan has been reinstated and it hasn't been used since uh, World War II. And it's actually been taken back over by the United States again to build it back up and have an island there where they could actually have ships closer and planes closer to a Chinese attack. Uh, so they are, you know, beefing that up. So there's that. Then we've got this North Korea where uh, they have threatened is or threatened America, saying that, uh, you know, they tested that long-range nuclear missile the other day, and they said um, that they just wanted to do that as a reminder to the United States that they are watching them and they are going to deal with America very harshly if America tries to do anything to North Korea and what they decide to do with their proxies and their allies. So, uh, yeah, it's like everybody is banging that war drum right now, and it always seems like everybody's coming after America. It's, mm -hmm. uh, it's almost like everyone is teaming up together to put, um, the, you know, put the thumb down on America and kind of let America know, hey, we're all coming against you now. So, You know, Doug, um, Irvin's original message about World War III was subtitled The Entrance Ramp to the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. World War III, the entrance ramp to the Antichrist. And so uh, we've taught probably for decades at this point that we believed a world war was coming and as a result of that, the Antichrist would be able to step on the scene right. and establish power like never before, establish this globalist system, uh, the world government beast that we see in Revelation. And you know, these world, uh, these globalists, they want you to do things like eat 3D printed steaks and burgers made from cricket powder and all sorts <laughs> of crazy stuff that nobody out here wants to do. Our friends at BackyardButchers.com are saying no thank you to Klaus Schwab's advances in that regard. They're delivering American raised and harvested meat from right here in our American backyards to dinner tables across our nation. Go to BackyardButchers.com and save an extra 20% off your entire order by using the code ENDTIME. With over half a million happy customers, I'll make sure your orders are delivered right on time every single month. Go to BackyardButchers.com slash ENDTIME and buy American meat today and get 20% off your entire order. Don't buy the mystery meat in the grocery store. My sister loves it when I say that, so I had to throw that out there at the end. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> All right, and, Doug. And you know, that, that really, that's kind of a good tie-in to the next part. You know, I mean, uh, we've we've covered a lot of the wars and rumors of wars there yes. that could happen. The the next thing that Jesus talked about was famines, and so I mean that kind of moves us into that because that's one of the things that the WEF wants us to do. Like you said, they don't want us eating meat. They want to shut down our cattle farms and uh, and stop the production of beef. Uh, and, and reduce even the, the milk companies and everything because mm -hmm. of the fact that when you have the cows, uh, you have to use fertilizers and you have to use feeds. Uh, they believe that this causes uh, gas emissions because of the cows. 
And, um, and so all that, that's why they're trying to reduce all this. So we have seen, I don't, you know, the last couple of years, Vince, we've seen food manufacturers uh, be destroyed, which is kind of weird. We've talked about it before on the program before how there's been strange fires. There's been two of them that were hit with airplanes. Just been hundreds of cattle just, just die, die out in the field yeah. at the same exact time. Very strange things. Very strange. And, and so uh, to see that there could be a famine coming, it's very interesting. But uh, I went on the UNICEF page today and they talked about the Horn of Africa. Now, one of the things that's interesting about this is this is a Muslim controlled area. And if you remember, when we look at uh, Revelation chapter, um, chapter, man, I can't even remember what chapter it is now. Revelation chapter six, thank you. That was, nobody gave me that in my ear. God just <laughs> brought that back to my The Lord did. Yeah, the Lord <laughs> did that. So when we talk about the green horse in Revelation chapter six, it's the fourth horseman. And we talk about, we believe that that is Islam because it's, it's the pale horse, but it's, uh, it was translated, uh, chloros was translated pale, it should have been green. So we believe that that is um, Islam on the rise. And as a matter of fact, that's what Dave is going to do his conferences on this year is, is on the green horse. I was actually about to mention that. Like, yeah. He has a brand new lesson that he's teaching starting next week in Westlaco, Texas. So mm -hmm. January 6th and 7th, Dave and Jana Robbins, they're going to be in Westlaco. You can go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about the specific details on that conference. But we'd love for you to come out. You get to meet Dave and Jana, hang out a little bit, ask your questions. But also, you're going to hear a brand new lesson that Dave has prepared about Islam and World War III that is coming. So make sure that you make plans to attend the Westlaco, Texas conference. Also in January, we'll be in Dallas, Texas, Winsboro, Louisiana, Gun Barrel City, Texas. So we've got a full January plan. Hopefully, you'll be able to come out and meet us at one of the conferences, endtime.com slash events. Uh, we would love to have you out at one of our conferences. Gun Barrel City there. just sounds like it needs to be in Texas. It right? has to be in Texas. I don't know where else that would be. It would, <laughs> right. it would be... Been there many they'd times. They'd be ordered so. for a name change if it was in California. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So we were um, talking about yes. Islam. Right, and so... It, if you remember Islam, one of the things that it says that they kill with is famine. They kill with the sword, but they also kill with famine. And this is one of those areas that is mostly Muslim controlled uh, that we're talking about, the Horn of Africa there. But anyway, they, in, on the UNICEF page, they actually talk about the coming year and how we're going to have a food shortage, especially in this area. And it's going to affect 37 million people. I mean, that is a huge population there. And they said 20 million of those are children. So uh, this is something that, I, like I said, I pulled it straight off the UNICEF page because they talked about how uh, they need aid to, to help with this situation. But we're also seeing because of the wars, I mean, the Russian-Ukraine war, remember, Ukraine is one of the largest um, deliverers of the grain that we use to feed places like this. I mean, that's one of the things that they use. Uh, you know, they use grain for all kinds of different foods. And so that's been affected because of this war. And then also because of the war with Israel and um, Hamas right now, one of the things that's being affected is the supply chain in the Red Sea, which is why the coalitions come together. Mm. A lot more to talk about on the other side of the break, Doug. Six things to expect in uh, 2024, potentially. We're talking about those today. Wars and rumors of wars we've covered, famines we've covered. You're not gonna believe number five, so don't go anywhere. As a viewer of The End Time Show, 
you're getting early access to Christmas deals starting right now. Do you remember that feeling you had as a kid during the holidays? What experiences and gifts would you receive this year? Well, the atmosphere at End Time is nearly the same. We're excited because these deals are now available through the end of 2023. Why are we so thrilled? Because we know these resources transform lives and that's even more fun than Christmas, especially in these tough times. For the remainder of 2023, you can get deals like a special VIP group video call with Dave Robbins when you get Understanding the End Time. End Time Plus subscription for 50% off, or my personal favorite, a $10 and under sale for almost 100 different products featuring Irvin Baxter, Dave Robbins, and more. Go to endtime.com deals for a full catalog of items. You can also call 800 End Time. Hurry, supplies are limited. Go to endtime.com deals today. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning End Time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. It's the last show of the year for us. We're talking about six things to expect that are possible in 2024. Of course, Jesus said to look for them, and it's possible that they could come to pass in the next 12 months. Doug, some of them seem like they're already coming to pass. Mm -hmm. And um, I think some people will be shocked by number five that we're going to cover, six things we're covering. And um, so stick around for that. Before we go any further, you know, one thing we do here at End Time is pray every morning together as a team. Uh, you can submit your prayer request at endtime.com contact. We will specifically call your name and your need out as a team, and we pray for you specifically on that matter. And we'll even let you know that we prayed for you. We'll send you a letter on that. But, um, you know, Doug, that's one thing that I miss perhaps the most about Irvin Baxter. Mm -hmm. As everyone that's followed us for any amount of time knows, uh, Irvin, our founder, also my grandfather, he passed away in 2020, uh, November 2020, and we were blessed as a team here um, to have prayer with him every single morning for, we've been doing prayer at end time for probably at this point 23-ish years, so we had 20 years of praying with him, and he was here pretty much Monday through Friday. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he had to leave on Friday for a conference, but he was here pretty much Monday through Friday for all of those years. And at the end of the um, uh, at the end of the prayer meeting, we typically have some sort of remarks, and he would someone would read a scripture, and he would provide remarks or just share what was on his heart. And so for years, years went by, and I thought, man, it's a shame that we're not recording this. And so I got my phone out and I started recording it, uh, just the audio. And after I had, I think I have 500 and some of these recordings, Doug, <laughs> I started going, man, people, like, I am the only one in the world with these recordings, <laughs> and we need to get this out somehow. The quality of the recordings are terrible. Mm -hmm. You know, it's with my phone, and I'm, you know, 20 plus feet away from him probably. And so I decided to take my evenings and 
early mornings and start transcribing these audio files. Mm -hmm. And out of that, now I haven't gone through all of them even still today, right. but out of that we came up with Move Mountains with right. Irvin Baxter. It's a 30-day devotional and it is, you know, I love it not because I kind of ran with the project, but I love it because we captured his commentary uh, he didn't know he was being recorded. Right. Stories were shared that he, it's not like he was, he was not a performer anyway, but it's not, right. you know, when you're standing in a studio and there's cameras and lights, yeah. you know there's cameras and lights. He didn't know that he was being recorded. Right. So I was able to capture some of that and I wrote 30 different devotionals um, in re, like in response to what he had to say. And so yeah. we made Move Mountains and Move Mountains is available right now through the end of the year uh, for only $10. Um, at endtime.com slash deals. And so I wanted to highlight that because, man, if everybody out there listening went through Move Mountains for the first 30 days of January, mm -hmm. I believe that their 2024 would be one of the best years they've ever had oh, because yeah. you're going to read that. There's action items for you to do that could radically transform your life. And so go to endtime.com slash deals. There's even a 10-book bundle. You can get it for even cheaper than $10 per book if you get the 10-book bundle for nice. your small group. or. Yeah your family or however you want to do, give them away or whatever. So It would actually be a good little Bible study because you could actually go through that and have Bible study over those devotions. So, yeah. Yeah. The way it's set up, it's nice. So, yeah, check it out. Endtime.com slash deals. There's a lot there. They all expire in a few days. So be sure to do that um, today. All right. Amen. Six things. Wars and rumors of war. We're right in the middle of famines. Mm -hmm. Um where do we go from here? Well, the other thing I have, the, the UN has also issued, uh, they did this on Sunday, they issued um, an article saying they are deeply concerned over this impact that the war between Israel and Hamas has brought on civilians struggling to uh, get essential food supplies, especially with uh, the electricity and communications being down in Gaza right now. They're worried about that area. Uh, along with, they, they added, along with that deep concern is what's happening also in the Red Sea there. So there's, these concerns are very real, especially for those regions. But we got to remember what happens is when we do that, um, that Red Sea is a global impact, okay? It has to do with global trade. They use uh, the Red Sea as a direct link there to get these supplies through. And it's not just supplies on, uh, on food, but it's also uh, clothing and other things that people need. It's all kinds of supplies, including gas and oil, which is why we're seeing our, our gas prices go back up. Um, I noticed that they're back up close to $3 here in Texas. They've been down uh, for the past several weeks, they've been down, you know, around 240 somewhere in there, and now it's back up close to three dollars again. And so we're starting to see the effects of that uh, because what's happened is because of these raids on these ships by these um, drones, and and even there's been, you know, where um, Iran has attacked on the other side in the the Straits of Hormuz, where they've come down with the speedboats and taken over ships and things like that are going on. So these sea captains have decided, these companies have decided to take uh, their ships around um, Africa's Cape of Good Hope, which causes about a 10 to 12 day delay. They said it could be weeks delay adding up as ships begin to stack up in that area. So uh, it's causing quite a problem and now the UN is even concerned about it. And we're talking about um, 
things that will affect the United States too. So there, there is a possibility we could see an increase of that uh, where famine could hit more regions than just Africa there. So anyway, just something to think about. Like we said, we're looking at things that Jesus told us to look for and what is the possibility that those things could happen in 2024 events. Now, our last election year, Doug, mm -hmm. We had a major pestilence. I don't know if you heard about this little thing called uh, COVID-19. Man, I did. Um, now, whether that's election year related is beside the point, but 2024 right. is an election year. Mm -hmm. Jesus said one of the things he listed is pestilence. Right. Where do you see pestilence, uh, pestilences occurring uh, p possibly in 2024? Well, it's interesting because, I mean, right now we have an outbreak, which is normal for this time of year, of the flu, which is, that's a normal thing to have the flu. Remember during COVID, the flu kind of went away and all we heard about was COVID. Uh, and, and so we know COVID was a very real thing. We know COVID still exists. Right now, there are so many people and we know a lot. We've been affected here even um, in the end time. You remember I was just getting over it. Vince was getting over it not too long ago. And we have other team members right now that are going through this. But there's RSV, which is something that, uh, you know, we haven't heard of as much in adults as we have in children and babies. Uh, but now it seems to be affecting adults. Now they've even come out with a new um, a vaccine for that and they're trying to push this RSV vaccine as well. So now they're looking at you need to get the flu shot, the COVID shot and the RSV shot. Um, so just things to think about as, these, as this new election year gears up, Dr. Peter McCullough, who um, Vince actually knows personally, Dr. McCullough, and Dr. McCullough has uh, made posts talking about something that's been going on in China for a while now that you don't hear a whole lot about, but there is a mystery pneumonia events in China in the same area where the COVID came from. And there has even been, I've seen where our um, Senate and our House have talked about possibly shutting off travel from China into the United States, but the president would not allow it. He That'd said, no, xenophobic. we're not gonna do that. Yeah, it would be. That's what they would say, probably. So they did say it already. When oh, Trump they did. did that in twenty. Well, that's true. I, d I didn't know if they'd say that with yeah. this administration or not. But well, um, I don't know about that. But yeah, if we're going off of what they said before. Yeah, and so we've tried to get that shut down to to try to keep that from coming here because uh, it's apparently a lot worse than what a lot of people think. Uh, but here's what this article says. This article. Um, uh, let's see, where did this article come from? I think I got it from, yeah, the Gateway Pundit is where this article f comes from. And what this article says is that the U.S. government agencies are fond of talking about pandemic preparedness, uh, passing uh, ex extravagant legislation such as a pre-act or PrEP Act and throwing hundreds of billions at the development of vaccines against viral respiratory illnesses and vaccines that are useless at best. But what they say now is that the agency really needs to look into what's happening in China and Beijing, in the providence of Beijing, it says that this reminds a lot of people of a conspicuous fact that the U.S. Uh, Consulate General Office in Wuhan. So this is 
something that they say it looks conspicuous. It looks kind of like what happened in Wuhan before. While the American government appears to be doing nothing, Dr. McCullough is urging Americans to be prepared. He says, uh, we will be monitoring the situation in China closely and try to uh, ascertain a quickly as possible what is the is causing the pneumonia and developing the developing situation in China could be the next pandemic or it could be the next psyop is what this article says. So that's why we kind of threw that in with an election year. A lot of people believe that they used COVID to their advantage to shut the country down. Uh, you know, one of the things that uh, the left likes to say is never waste a good crisis. And so if they had something like this happen again, they could lock people down again, they could do mail-in uh, ballots again. And of course we know everything that surrounds that. And so we, we see what was done in the last election. I mean, there's evidence there that there was uh, all kinds of things happening. So that could be something that could happen. That's why this article calls it a PSYOP. That's why we kind of put it in there, the pandemic with that. But there's another story that um, where Bill Gates is even saying that there's a possibility of the next uh, pandemic, he, he says in there, but he's developed a mRNA wafer mm. now, Vince, in this article. And you Coming just put to a this, communion near you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, how about that? So you put the wafer under your tongue, you let it dissolve, and you've got the mRNA vaccine technology ready to go in there and and i don't know how that works exactly i don't know if it's uh you know the uh what was it called the nano well it's in preparation for the next big pandemic that's what they're saying yeah yes. so anyway that comes from the bill and melinda gates foundation which is interesting because there's a lot of conspiracy theory around that as well so anyway just some and things there's to like think a, about. that's like an eight-part series alone Boy, to talk I'm telling about bill you. gates but i'm telling you maybe we could have dr Peter McCall. That would be great. If it, would be really tag him on his, yeah. he's on Twitter a lot and yeah. Instagram. Ask tag him on there. On. Tell him to get on the end time show. We'd love to have him. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll text him, Doug, and see what happens. There you go. Um, so, so, I mean, th those things can happen. They're very real. They're very possible. And that could happen in the next year as well. So talking about six things that mm -hmm. could happen in the next 12 months. Right. Number one, Jesus highlighted in Matthew 24 that we should be looking for wars and rumors of war. Now, this is just before, this is in the end times. Right. This is before the Great Tribulation occurs, uh, before the Second Coming. So, yeah. uh, wars and rumors of wars, famines, pestilences. The next one is earthquakes. This is number four, by the way, earthquakes. Well, that's been happening forever. Right. So, why highlight that today? Yeah, so we just had a major one happen um, in Turkey that mm -hmm. killed thousands and thousands of people. We'll talk about that article in a minute. I know we're getting real close to a break, so I, I didn't want to get into that article. But the, the reason why we're looking at this is because I found an article uh, that actually came out in October of this year, and it said, are earthquakes happening more? So that caught my attention. We'll talk about that a little bit on the other side of the break. All right, and I do want to hear from people. We've mentioned Bill Gates briefly. Are you concerned about what he's doing? If so, Type his name in the chat, Bill Gates. Let's see who all out there is concerned about all the activity that he's got going on. We'll be right back to talk about four, five, and six on the six things to expect as possibility next year. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. 
And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Now streaming on End Time Plus and available to order at endtime.com slash UET. Go to endtime.com slash UET or call 800 End Time. They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself. You are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is. That's where our reward is. time is not going anywhere. Welcome back to The End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. It's our last show of the year, so we're talking about six things Jesus said to expect in Matthew 24. And we're even asking, is Matthew 24 going to happen in 2024? So, Doug, these things that Jesus said to expect could happen in the next 12 months. Some of them have kind of already began, mm -hmm. uh, but they could be in full force even in a few weeks, Doug. It's that yeah. close on a lot of these things. So we've talked yeah. about wars and rumors of wars, famines, pestilences. We're into earthquakes right now. Right before the break, we got cut off. So yeah, let's finish that up. So, I mean, really, the, the earthquake thing that I wanted to get to, I, we can read statistics and the ones that have happened. I mean, last year, or, or since December of, last, of this year, uh, there was a 7.6 magnitude in the Philippines. There were two separate earthquakes, one in California, one in Hawaii that were pretty big here. Uh, but it just talked about the millions of people that are affected by the um, earthquakes when they happen. It talks about being prepared for these. But the one thing I wanted to share is that this article said the chances of an earthquake somewhere around the world are 100% every day. So we don't know where they're going to happen. They could happen anywhere in the world. We have them here in Texas. Uh, I haven't ever felt one. I remember one really? year I thought maybe we had one because my windows rattled for no reason. And a lot of people felt that. And there was a lot of social media stuff asking if it was an earthquake. And I remember, like, you know, people posting, I survived the earthquake of <laughs> Dallas, you know, and they showed, like, a chair laying over their patio furniture, you know, but kind of making fun of it. But the fact is, is that it could happen anywhere. Was that anywhere. on a Sunday morning? Yes. Yeah, it I was. Re you remember I, it? I woke up from that. Yeah. My, yeah. Yeah, I was shaking. 
Yeah, it was it was interesting because you felt your bed move and the windows rattled and all that because we felt the bed shake and it's very strange. So anyway, we don't get a lot of them here, but this article saying the chances of that happening could be, um, you know, 100% every day. Will we see an increase of those in 2024? We don't know. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. But it's another one of the things that Jesus told us to look for. And so that's why we covered it. And of course, we talked about the one in Turkey. It was a 7.8. It killed 55,000 people. Mm. And of course, remember, they don't have the technology in the buildings that we have. Their buildings are not built like they are here in the United States. So when a high rise falls and people are in there, that's where a lot of these deaths came from. It's a very tragic thing, a uh, very sad thing that happened there when that happened back in February. So anyway, those things could happen. Now, we probably got to move quickly, Vince, so we better move to the next one. All right. The one that might surprise people, Doug, and, you know, I think it could be surprising because um, while this has been true for thousands of years, mm -hmm. it hasn't been as true in most countries in the world recently. It seems like it's really picked up even in the last 10 years, yeah. maybe, maybe 20, but, man, it seems less than that to me. Um, I remember a time in our own country where th to think that this fifth one could be true would be just, it would be described as something totally out of the norm. Like right. that's just that one group of people that are, you know, they're a little crazy or whatever. Yeah. But now it's like, this is happening all the time, nonstop. And to the point where many people that believe this kind of are in hiding. Right. So what is it? Number five, here yeah. we are. So number five is you will be hated for my namesake and you'll be killed. People will kill you. Remember, there's another, not necessarily in Matthew 24, but in one of the other gospels, Jesus said there's going to come a time when people will kill you and think that they're doing a service to God. Well, that's kind of where we are with this because uh, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but over the Christmas break, on Christmas Day, actually, in Nigeria... Uh, there was a Christmas massacre, 160 Nigerians killed by jihadists uh, in a strong Christian community. Very sad, Vince, because we're now, talking now, about... Let's make it plain. When was this again? On Christmas Day. A few days ago. Mm -hmm. All right. So other than Easter, Christmas is probably to the Christians the most holy day other than Easter. You know, we think of Easter, to me... I mean, Jesus now, these coming. These are two pagan days, though. Yes, I know yeah, you're right. But you know, we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ on Christmas, and so we celebrate that, even though we know that's not the day. But we celebrate it, and we celebrate and it every day. So yes, we do. Make sure everybody knows we love them out there. But the thing is, is that these this was a church service. They killed these people in these areas uh, on Christmas Day because of the fact that it's a Christian holiday. They killed 160 Christians and over 500 were wounded. Now, Doug, the only reason I heard about this is because I follow some pretty wild accounts on Twitter. Mm -hmm. My Twitter feed is very interesting with information, <laughs> Doug. Yeah. Um, I didn't share see some of this. Those with me. <laughs> yes, I didn't see this um, being pushed mm -hmm. on a massive scale. Like it yeah. seems like if 160 Nigerians are killed yeah. at one time in a church on Christmas Day, that just seems like there would be 
the left would just be, you know, talking about all this hate crime mm -hmm. and how terrible this is. But the only reason I saw it was because some of these um, truth seeker accounts that are considered crazy yeah. are posting about it. Now, I know this is from MSN.com, so it is right. on mainstream. But you probably didn't see that on their homepage. You had to yeah. go find it. Yeah, I had to go hunt for this. Uh, I find that to be odd. Yeah, it, it really is, Vince. And it's, it's tragic because what we're seeing is we're also seeing cover-up of jihadists. Mm -hmm. Because if you remember, and I talked about this a little bit, I put it down in there, that we saw the black jihad flag be flown over yes. a memorial for uh, one of the ayatollahs of Iran, mm -hmm. and that black jihad flag is a call to war against Jews and Christians. That's what that's about. It's a holy war flag. And as today, as I was going back and, and remembering that and looking through stuff, I saw where they did a fact check on that and said, oh, the, the black flag is not a jihad flag on their, on their fact check channels. But we know very much that it is. We, we backed it up when we talked about it on our program one day when it happened. Mm -hmm. uh, and so remember, there has been a call for jihad. There was a call for this after October 7th when they went into Israel and they began to kill the families there, uh, the elderly that couldn't get out of their wheelchairs. They set on fire, um, decapitated babies, horrible, horrific crimes. Same thing happened on Christmas. They chased these people down and brutally killed them, men, women, and children. So this is indeed happening. And, and Vince, I don't think that it's just going to happen there. Uh, there's another story here from um, the same msn.com uh, that people are being, no, I'm sorry, this is from Breitbart, um, that, that uh, Nicaragua, they have launched mass arrest of evangelicals there because the simple fact, when you read the article, the simple fact that they did this, they tried to say that these people were money laundering and all this stuff, but the simple fact they did it is because Christianity is growing so big in that country that they're upset about it and that's why they've arrested these Christians and they begin to round up Christians. Well specifically there's a minister there who said mm -hmm. in Jesus's name by the end of next year we will have evangelized the entire country. Yeah. And so they're, they're saying well we'll see about that. And that's what Jesus said because of my name you will be hated. Hmm. And so there you go. He now now he it also the notes Jesus that 85 percent of Nicaraguans identify as Christians. So that's yeah. quite interesting that eat in spite of that, yeah. that this could occur. Yeah, and this is a growing thing that's happening. There is revival there in that nation. And um, speaking of revival, there's also revival of Christianity in Israel. Mm -hmm. and, and that is the next thing I want to talk about because persecution is going to come there as well. We know because that's what the Bible tells us is that's where it's going to start in Israel and specifically in Judea. So that's where this is going to come down to. But the number of Christians is growing in Israel, which is fascinating and, and wonderful. Um, well, and it's not just Jewish people, Doug. Right. Arabs, Filipinos. Yes. Spanish people. Yeah. We, we are connected to 16 churches in Israel. Okay. I wasn't sure we were going to be able to say that on the air, but I'm glad you did. Well, we can say that. Okay. Uh, you know, the, it's illegal to proselytize there, so you can't go out and convert people. You can't right. go out like Jesus and John the Baptist and the disciples did and you <laughs> right. know, tell everybody that they need to repent. Yeah. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Right. You can't do that, <laughs> um, but you can have churches. There's a lot of Catholic places there right. in Israel, as you know. So 
Uh, we're connected to 16 churches there, and mm -hmm. I think it's 250 people have been baptized this year. And so God's doing an incredible work in Israel. And when we say 250 people have been baptized, we're talking about 250 people have been baptized in the name of Jesus. Yes. And, and that is the, the thing. I mean, we, we have in our college, we've got people coming and taking part of our college, using it as a worship facility too sometimes. And so uh, it's amazing to know that some of these numbers are connected to end time ministries and what we've been able to do as a ministry because of our partners and because of people helping us uh, with the Israel funds and all those different things that we ask people to help with. Which, by the way, they can still help with. You know, right. it is the end of the year. We talk about end of the year giving. WarnTheJews.com. You can go there and help us warn the Jews about what Jesus said is coming from Matthew 24. Mm -hmm. uh, we're giving out tumblers. We're giving out. We're doing whatever we can to help raise funds to reach. Uh, the whole nation of Israel yeah. and of course the world as well. Okay, so we can hit our last point. We'll kind of um, move on from there. If they want to see that statistic and the numbers, it's like 6.9% of the Arab population uh, and 75.3% of the total population of Israeli and um, the um, Palestinians and Arab community. So All right, we got... Two minutes, Doug. What's yeah. number six? Number six is there will be false prophets. And um, it's interesting because one of the things that I tied into this is that the Catholic Church just announced that they are now uh, going to bless same-sex couples. Now, what's wrong with that, Doug? Why, why can't anyone just receive a blessing? Why, why, why are we mad about that? Or not mad. Why, why would we highlight that? Well, Romans chapter 1, Vince, tells us that, um, you know, that not only is it a sin for people who do these things, but it's also a sin for people who take pleasure in seeing that and watching that and allowing that. So we're guilty of that same sin if we're blessing this type of a union that is against God. It's a, God actually calls it blasphemy and, and a blasphemous situation for a man to lie with a, a man as he does a woman. And, and all that is in Romans 1. A lot of people don't think that God talked about that in the New Testament, but it's right there in Romans chapter 1. People can look that up from themselves. The other interesting thing just before we go off the air here is that there's an article from CBN News that says the Gaza attack was a first phase of Iran's plan to destroy Israel and bring in the Muslim Messiah. So just some top stories that you can kind of see where we're headed in 2024, Vince. So wars and rumors of wars, famines, pestilence, earthquakes, hated for the name of Jesus, false prophets. These are six things Jesus said to expect and these things could continue and even happen more full-fledged in the next 12 months. I'll throw a bonus number seven in there. Uh, I feel the Spirit speaking to me that revival is coming. Amen. And we need to look to the author and the finisher of our faith and be confident in knowing that Jesus is our provider. He's the one that's given us salvation. He's the one that gives us faith. So let's look to Him above everything else. And don't be troubled during these times. Don't forget to go to watch.endtime.com and endtime.com participate in thousands of hours of content that's made totally available for free because of partners like you that give at endtime.com slash give every single month. We'll see you tomorrow.